This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. We're talking Cardinals baseball today on the second day of February. It is Matt Wehmeyer with Jen Langosh, our Cardinals reporter. Jen, thank you for the time as always. And uh, Jen, the the baseball gods blessing us with some great news uh, the day before we do our podcast. So that was welcome as on Wednesday night, uh, Carlos Martinez and the team come to terms on a five-year, $51 million deal. This buys out arbitration years and a couple of free agent years, and it just seems like the ultimate win-win for both sides, doesn't it? Yeah, it really is. I mean, for Carlos Martinez, he was looking for the financial security that this deal provides. I mean, this is a guy who um, grew up in the Dominican Republic and grew up in, in such poverty that as a child, he didn't own a pair of shoes. So when you think about the impact of a 50 win, $51 million contract can have, not just on his life, but on generations for his family and within the community, which he's still um, integrally involved in and does a lot of charity work with, it was something that he really wanted. And from the Cardinals' perspective, I and mean, what they see in Carlos is an ace. I mean, this is a guy that they believe could make a, a run at Cy Young Awards in the future that's going to anchor this rotation for a long time. And they're getting him right now at age 25, in his prime, this this deal will take him through the age 30 season, and if the Cardinals exercise both of the club options, it would take him through 2023. So as the Cardinals try to lock down some centerpieces, some core players uh, looking forward to the future, Carlos Martinez was at the top of the list. This was something that the team and Carlos's representatives have been working on throughout the offseason and really something that they had hoped to get wrapped up before an arbitration hearing next week, which, of course, with the announcement today, they were able to do. Yeah, it's uh, it's great news uh, for both the team and for the player, Carlos Martinez. And, and Jen, you touched on this a little bit, but just to expand, you know, does, does a contract like this, uh, given Carlos's age and, and the stage he's at of his career, does it kind of send an unspoken message that, you know what, uh, you've been very good for us and we know that you are going to be very good, but we need you to be more. We need you to be that undisputed ace and we need you to be the guy that will one day and maybe one day soon take over that mantle from Adam Wainwright as the face of this rotation and the guy that you can count on every fifth day. Yeah, I think so. You know, when we talk about ace, it doesn't always simply come down to, to who's the best pitcher. Because I think if we ask, you know, who's the Cardinals' best pitcher heading into 2017, um, 10 out of 10 people would say Carlos Martinez. But that being said, you know, along with that term ace comes a responsibility. It comes leadership and, and all those things that Adam Wainwright has meant. And, you know, before Adam, it was Chris Carpenter and what they have done to, to really lead a rotation, not just on the field with their performance, but also off the field. And I was encouraged that one of the things Carlos Martinez emphasized at his press conference earlier today was that he's ready to step up in that regard. And, you know, we've seen Carlos really grow up here in front of our eyes at the major league level because he broke through so young at the age of 21. Um, And he has matured in great ways. He's matured with the way that he utilizes um, his pitches, but he's also matured 
in his behavior off the field. So as you look at a Cardinals club that now has a young pitcher in Alex Reyes coming up, I think Carlos Martinez has a great opportunity here to start being a mentor to, to a guy like Alex Reyes in the same way that Adam Wainwright was to him. But, yeah, I mean, we're, we're nearing the, the point with this organization where Adam Wainwright and Yadier Molina are no longer going to be the faces for this club, that it's going to transition into a new wave of younger players. And at the center of that, I think, is Carlos Martinez, again, both from what we've seen in terms of his maturity off the field and then obviously the electric stuff that he brings on the field. And, Jen, maybe this is looking a bit too far ahead and getting a bit too speculative on my part, but just for fun, let's try it on for size anyway. You know, considering how open Carlos Martinez has been in, in saying, you know, again, very openly, I want to be in St. Louis for the rest of my career. He made no bones about that. When you look at that and you look at all the charity work that he's done, this is something that we talked about, uh, especially over the holidays, uh, things that he's done in both his homeland and, and in St. Louis, he's been such a role model in so many regards, you know, in terms of helping the the less privileged and the un, the unfortunate. You know, is there potential down the road, I'm talking, I don't know, 10, 15 years here for a guy like him, given all these things in his ledger right now, to be as, as revered and as beloved as somebody like perhaps an Albert Pujols uh, during his prime years in St. Louis? I mean, are we talking about a guy who – again, has this potential to one day have that kind of stature within the community and within, you know, the, the franchise itself? Yeah, I mean, I think the potential is there. And credit goes to Carlos, too, for really being able to integrate himself in this community, um, being a non-native English speaker. I mean, this, this is a guy who um, he, he can speak English, you know, sparingly, still uses a translator for the most part just because he's more confident that way. But for him to to become so beloved in this community so quickly at a young age, and again, with a background that's so different than most people that live here, I think really speaks to the effort that he has made. I, I think one of the things that has really endeared him to, to the fan base, too, is just his love of the game. I mean, when you watch Carlos Martinez pitch, you see a joy that, that perhaps you don't see when, when you see others on the mound. It's one of the reasons why, you know, I, I'll tell anybody, my favorite day is going to the ballpark or when Carlos Martinez is pitching. There's just um, a childlike innocence to the way that he handles himself on the field. And the days that he's not pitching, we see him in the dugout dancing, building cup towers, splashing water in the faces of teammates after they hit home runs. He just loves life. He loves the game. Again, I think his background has a lot to do with that. He realizes where he came from and, and the gifts that he's been given um, to, to now be able to, to, to create a great living for he and his family, but also for others in his, his former community. And, and that is always going to endear him to the fan base here. I mean, what will be interesting moving forward is Carlos Martinez still has the potential to hit free agency at a very prime age, whether that's age 30 or if the option years are exercised age 32. You know, Adam Wainwright is unique, and then I think he's going to be a lifetime Cardinal. Yadier Molina, I think, is going to be a lifetime Cardinal. Will Carlos Martinez follow suit and end up as a lifetime Cardinal? It's really hard to say with, with the way baseball economics are and the money that might be thrown his way in five to seven years, but there's certainly the potential there, I think, for him to solidify himself as one of the greatest Cardinals of this generation if he can reach the talent that we all see in him. Yeah, I mean, you can you can never fault a guy for chasing money despite what you read on Twitter or YouTube nowadays. You know, a guy has one shot at a, at a huge payday to secure himself and his family, you know, literally for the rest of their lives. Uh, and he's a guy who, like you said, he has been very uh, forthcoming in saying, I want to stay here. I don't want to go anywhere. So hopefully – when that day comes, 
uh, you know, the, the expectations of the team and of himself and his goals of wanting to stay there will all come together. The money will be there. And this is a guy that, like you said, I think uh, everybody is rooting for to, to be successful and to be in a Cardinals uniform until that very final day, which is hopefully a long ways off. So, Jen, to transition uh, from something uh, very good and very uplifting to something not so good and not so uplifting at all, of course, the saga involving the fallout from the uh, Chris Correa situation as Commissioner Rob Manfred uh, stripping the Cardinals of the two draft picks plus $2 million. They go the way of the Houston Astros for the breach of uh, security, which occurred a couple of years ago in the Astros database. Uh, When you look at that punishment, are we talking, you know, is it just, is it fair, unfair? Where do you fall on this? Yeah, I mean, I think it's more than fair. And and really, I think a lot of people were anticipating that could have been harsher. So, you know, in some ways, perhaps the Cardinals got off as well as they could have expected. I think the only good and uplifting thing in this story for the Cardinals is that it's finally over. I mean, this has been hanging over the organization now for two years. It was February of 2015 when the organization first learned it was being investigated by the FBI and the Justice Department. You know, from there, we've seen a criminal case, and we've seen uh, the Cardinals fire uh, Chris Correa, their their former scouting director, for his involvement. Um, We've seen Correa go to to jail, where he's now serving a 46-month sentence, and we've seen baseball since, you know, open its own investigation. I think um, the Cardinals were very relieved in, in that MLB's investigation came to the same conclusions that those before them had, which was that Correa acted alone in this and there was nobody else in the organization that was responsible. But the reality is, I mean, the, the money, the Cardinals paying a $2 million fine to the Astros, again, in, in baseball economic terms, that's pretty easy to move past. But the drastic losses, those are going to hurt. And it's not just that the Cardinals won't be picking 56th and 75th anymore. It's that they also lose the draft bonus money that was attached to those picks. So instead of having uh, about a $4 million bonus pool, the Cardinals are going to go into the 2017 draft with only about a bonus pool of around $2 million, so by far the lowest in the major. So that's really going to hamper their ability to, to maybe pick some players later that they could maybe in the past have lured away from college commitments because they won't have the funds to do so. And for a team that has really been defined by how well it's drafted and developed talent, um, there could be a little bit of void, a void this year for the organization as they go into a draft without as many picks. Yeah, this was certainly more than a, a slap on the wrist, but like you alluded to in hearing the the comments from John Mozalock and other you know members of the front office and the team, I think the overwhelming feeling right now is relief, even though the, the punishment was stiff. Uh, they're just happy that it's over. They can put it behind them. They can move forward and uh, not have to hear or read the name Chris Correa again for quite some time. I think that is something that everybody is going to embrace. Uh, that is a good way to wrap this one up. Jen Langosh, our Cardinals reporter, will do it again at this time next week. In the meantime, it's Matt Waymeyer signing off for MLB.com Extras, St. Louis Cardinals. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free at Bad 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 